0: The Knicks dropped their second game of the season, losing to New Orleans 87-96. to And while that score makes it seem like the game was close, if you were watching, you know that the Pelicans basically dominated the Knicks from start to finish. And while it's hard to find any positives in a loss, if you're taking a look at the New York Knicks roster and you want to talk about the most impactful New York Knicks player, it's hard to argue that that player has been Mitchell Robinson. We're going to break down his impact and why he's been so positive for the New York Knicks in these last few games. All of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and turn notifications on so you never miss a second of the new content. And now let's get started. Mitchell Robinson has been showing amazing improvement for the New York Knicks now I know the Knicks have only won one game against the Atlanta Hawks they've dropped two games against the Boston Celtics and now the New Orleans Pelicans and if you're taking a look at the game here obviously like we said at the top of the show the Knicks lost this game 87 to 96 there's a couple of positives you can take out of it if you're a New York Knicks fan and you're just looking at individual play and certain players on the roster like R.J. Barrett like Mitchell Robinson who we'll get to but the Knicks as a team had 19 turnovers. And I wanna mention that because the team play, the team defense, the team basketball, the turnovers, It was just ugly to watch, and if you're watching it as a fan, you probably checked out at the late third quarter, because it just got uglier and uglier as the basketball game proceeded. So I don't blame you if you turned off the game going into that fourth quarter, because it did look like an ugly one. Though the Knicks tried to make it a competitive game, fighting back, actually at one point in time, closing the game to make it within six points, but that's as close as they were going to get. Because the Pelicans responded in dominant fashion, brought the game back up to about 19 points, I believe, and took the game out of reach. But if you're looking at the New York Knicks roster and you look at Mitchell Robinson, 15 rebounds, game high, 10 offensive, game high, 4 of 8 shooting, 2 blocks, and only 1 foul. I know it's hard to find positives in a loss. And I'm not trying to say that this loss was acceptable. Some people are calling it a quote-unquote scheduled loss as if losses are acceptable. No loss is acceptable. You don't look at the calendar and say, oh yeah, this is a scheduled loss. I know that the Knicks are not favored to win every matchup, but you never want to go into it as a fan and say, yeah, I had the Knicks losing this game. This was a scheduled loss. No, no. You want the Knicks to go in there and win every single game. They had a shot to win this game. They couldn't close it and they couldn't do it. On big part because Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson again didn't show up like you needed him to. And even though RJ Barrett did do what he needed to do in terms of offense, defensively, I thought he didn't bring it as strongly as he did in the first two games and that hurt the Knicks a little bit. But Mitchell Robinson, man... Has he been a force for the New York Knicks? He's been disruptive. He's disrupting everything. I don't know what stat I have to look at to show you what Mitchell Robinson does in terms of disrupting what other players and other offenses are trying to run. They're trying to do lob passes. Nope. He blocks them or he alters them. Guards go into the paint. He runs up to them. They change their shot direction, altering their shot. The intangibles that Mitchell Robinson brings to the game for the New York Knicks, it's really hard to speak about because he does so many things that do not show up on the box score. If you looked at Mitchell Robinson's box score and you looked at this, you're going to probably tell yourself, oh, this wasn't that impressive. 15 rebounds, four of eight shooting, only two blocks. That's not great for a starting center, right? Wrong. If you take a look at what Mitchell Robinson does for this Knicks team, he blocks a lot of shots, alters a lot of shots, affects a lot of shots. Guards second guess their shots. Players second guess their shots when Mitchell Robinson is on them. And when you're a big fighting for the boards and Mitchell Robinson is down low, it affects your positioning because he's strong and he pushes you out of your spot. He makes you uncomfortable. And if you lean on him, He's strong enough to take your contact and still go up for that ball. And he's done it time and time again. And one of the main reasons for it is because he's come into camp, come into the regular season in the best shape of his entire career. He's not big and slow. He is big and agile. Still has that athleticism, can still jump with the best of them, can still take rebounds from other players, and he's strong enough to bang down low. And he's strong enough to go up and put the putback on other players, other stronger players. And he's getting to the line. Now, obviously, when he gets to the line, it's basically Russian roulette. You don't know what you're gonna get. Those line drives are ugly to look at. They're either gonna magically go in, I still don't know how that happens, or they're gonna hit the rim likely what's going to happen and not go in at all so that's what happens with Mitchell Robinson at the line I wish he could be more consistent there because that would help his game immensely but he was one of the best players on the New York Knicks last night he was one of the best players on the floor helping to clean up the glass like I said 10 offensive rebounds just a monster in that category again this season he led the league folks In that category last season. And he's looking like he wants a repeat performance in that regard this season. Because he is a monster. He looks comfortable out there. I wish he had more of an offensive game down low. Because even when he tries to do something. I think he tried to do a wild layup. When he got the rebound and tried to take contact. It looked really bad. And that's the thing. Everything that Mitchell Robinson tries to do. Outside of rebounding and put back dunks. And sometimes... If he tries to dunk on you with its back to the basket, sometimes that can look good. But other than that, anything else that Mitch gives you offensively just doesn't look good. So it's hard to, you know, really complain for him or speak out for him really to say, hey, he needs more offensive shots because when he gets those, it doesn't always look great. But everything else he does for the New York Knicks is so good, so crucial, so important. The Knicks are not even in half of these games if Mitchell Robinson is not on the floor. That's how impactful that he's been. That's how good he's been for the New York Knicks. And again, I'm not saying this alone, folks. Tommy Beer from X or Twitter or whatever you want to call that app nowadays also notes this as well too. He's a statistician for the most part, if you don't know him, and he does a lot of breakdowns for the New York Knicks, breakdowns their game, certain players, and he also covers the Knicks for WFAN. And this is what Tommy Bear had to say about Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson was everywhere Friday night, stuffing the stat sheet with 7 points, 13 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 steals, and 4 blocks. That's what he did against the Atlanta Hawks he's talking about. He is the only Knick this millennium to tally at least 4 swats, at least 4 swipes, and more than 10 boards in one game. A.K.A. special. That's what he is. That's special. When you're one of... Very few players in the last millennia to do something like this. It's unheard of, speaks volumes, but more than that, it tells you how impactful Mitchell Robinson was for the New York Knicks, not only that night against the Hawks, but how he's been for the Knicks each and every game he's played for them. I would even include last season. He's such an impact for the New York Knicks, even more so this year because of what he's doing. Tom Thibodeau had to give him his praise as well too. This is what Tom Thibodeau said about Mitchell Robinson and his growth. He's become an elite offensive rebounder, defensive rebounder, shot blocker, does all the intangibles to help you win, can't say it enough, all the dirty work. I know his teammates appreciate him, coaches, entire organization. That is some of the highest praise you're going to hear from Tom Thibodeau about another player. Mitchell Robinson is getting praise from everybody lately. You remember former GM Scott Perry? He said in his entire 23-year career, him drafting, developing, and seeing Mitchell Robinson's growth is his biggest and proudest moment of his entire career. That is high praise. Now you have Tom Thibodeau saying what an elite offensive rebounder, defensive rebounder and just defender he's become. The fact that he doesn't foul as often anymore. We all notice that. We all see that. And honestly, of course we do. We all respect that. You don't talk about the people that do the dirty work most of the time. They don't get that type of praise or acknowledgement. But you know what? I want to give Mitchell Robinson that acknowledgement because he deserves it. Even though we lost this game against the Pelicans, and you know me, folks, I don't like to lose. I love the Knicks. I want them to win each and every game. Even the games that they're projected to lose, I want them to win. But when they lose, we have to try to take something out of it, learn from it, and get better from it. And one of the things we can take away from it, at least a positive, is Mitchell Robinson one of the most dominant players on the Knicks this season on the floor last night let's give him his praise let's give him his kudos and let's make sure we put some respect on who Mitchell Robinson is and what he means for this Knicks team but what about you guys what did you think about the Knicks versus Pelicans game what did you think about Mitchell Robinson who else in your opinion was more impactful in that game let me know in the comments below because honestly guys, I would love to hear from you. But that's gonna do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, go ahead and smash that like button, leave a comment below, and of course guys, please, subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans, peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?